welcome to Walking Dead Podcast's Summer of Walking Dead. As always, I'm Mr. Gary, and here with me is Scott. But you said you'd... You're not gonna stay? But I mean, why'd you bother to come just to sit there and look at me and say you're not gonna be on the show? You said you'd be here for the third one. Really, man? You know what? All right, fine. Just go. I don't want you here anyway. <laughs> no, guys, that was just a little stupid skit by me. I don't mean to start any civil war between me and Scott. Everything's all good. Again, he's not here this week, but I do have a new episode with my buddy Dakota talking about the future of Walking Dead. Anyways, guys, this is episode 212 of the podcast, but as always, our boilerplate of goodness. We always open by mentioning that we love to hear from you. You can leave your comments and feedback in an email at twdpodcast at gmail.com, on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash walkingdeadpodcast, or on Twitter at twdpodcast. We have fun conversations on the news and memes in the Walking Dead universe, and my also extra special daily Walking Dead survival rules on the Twitter and the Facebook. So please join in, give us a comment, and uh, hop in on the discussion. You can also leave a message on our dedicated voicemail line at 561-501-1483. We love playing the messages and talking about them on the show. And really, just just call, guys. The red phone of Walking Dead voicemails is getting cobwebs. Um, Scott is literally starting to pull out his hair because even though he just listens to the shows now while he's uh, busy working, it's kind of nerve-wracking to hear no voicemails. Even our dear Betty from Long Island has left us. It's a cold, cold summer. Anyways, guys, uh, please help us out. Give us a voicemail, 561-501-1483. You get to be included in the show, and we get extra content, uh, including you as our special guest. As always, folks, we couldn't do this show without our wonderful sponsor, Audible.com. With the biggest library of audio content around, audiobooks, comedy specials, business programming, magazines, newspapers, anything you can think of, they probably have it. So we're proud to offer our listeners a free trial through our exclusive link, audibletrial.com dead. Check them out by trying any free audio content, including, by the way, the Walking Dead Rise of the Governor novels that me and Scott have talked about previously, with no commitment. Again, that's audibletrial.com dead. Okay, so quick update on the contest. I've gotten literally zero entries so far, and that makes me kind of sad. A lot of people have been liking the posts about the contest, um, but nobody has really actually entered yet. So... This is going through Sunday the 22nd, and I'll be in Aruba with poor internet, so I'll probably include any entries that come in between now and uh, Tuesday of next week, which would be the 24th of July. So just interact with us, please, on all the usual platforms, facebook.com slash walkingdeadpodcast, at twdpodcast on Twitter, and email at twdpodcast at gmail.com, plus my personal favorite, the voicemail line, 561-501-1483. Give us anything. Questions, comments, criticisms. I mean, I'll even accept a, hey, how you doing, or really love the show, or whatever. But really, I want something to include in the show, to help build the show and build the community. So give me some sort of comment, question, complaint, whatever you want, but just do it in one of those venues before Sunday the 22nd, really probably Tuesday the 24th, because I'll probably include those anyway. But yeah, guys, just give me any sort of interaction. And next week's giveaway which will be through Sunday the 29th, is going to be even simpler. I've been doing these Walking Dead survival rules daily, you know, based on the zombie land zombie survival rules, and it's been really fun. So I want to get you guys included in the fun. All you have to do to enter the contest this time is give me a Walking Dead survival rule. It can be based on the comics, the TV show, the video games, anything you want. Just give me a basic survival rule that you could basically fit in a tweet or something short, you know, a brief little rule, 
and uh, you get an entry. And the giveaway this week will be more Walking Dead decals and collectibles. And, um, yeah, you know what? I'll throw in one of our Walking Dead mugs from the Plies Closet. So, yeah, you'll get a Walking Dead coffee mug uh, just for you if you submit a Walking Dead survival role through the email, Facebook, or Twitter. Good luck. We have another fun episode this week, guys. My buddy Dakota returns. We're talking about the future of Walking Dead this week. We go through pretty much everything. What we expect to see, what we hope to see, the uh, news that had come out so far at the time of recording, which was you know a few weeks ago now, but the news of Andy Lincoln probably leaving the show as Rick at the end of the season. Um, we talked a little bit about Shane coming back and a few other little good things. So, by the way, guys, as always, we will probably have some spoiler talk in this episode. If you haven't caught up to The Walking Dead as of now, it's okay, because Dakota hadn't either, and I spoiled him a little bit. But <laughs> just be aware, there might be some spoilers, so don't get angry at us if there's something you didn't know about yet. With no further ado, folks, let's get to episode 213 of our podcast, my discussion with our friend Dakota, part three. Welcome back to Talking Dead. What? Are you ready to go inside the dead? Yeah! Here's some inside info that you can't get anywhere else. Okay! talked a bit about what we like about the show mm-hmm. how we started with it our history with it our journey you know like we still like it all this and that the show's obviously losing a lot of fans yeah it really is and it's not even just like you can argue about the ratings still being the top thing in cable like sure that's great but it was making you know regularly 13 14 15 million viewers now it's down to like eight or nine yeah it's losing a it's lot of It's not the cash cow it once was, yeah. that's for sure. It's still, you can consider it loosely a hit, but yeah. it's still, it's losing It's stuff. only for the hardcore fans at this point. Yeah. And even the hardcore fans are starting to lose interest. Uh, yeah. Me and uh, Scott, the regular co-host of this show, we regularly talk about it. We're like, if we didn't have to do a podcast on it... Same, I'm just like... You know, like, I would I would still probably watch it, like, I would marathon it once the season's over yeah, and like, like, catch I, up. I've had no motivation, week. honestly, to watch it. I'm just yeah. like... It gets to a point where there's still a lot of good stuff in it, but then there's a lot of dragging their feet and wasted time and useless storylines and one-off episodes about characters you don't care about. Um, and granted, you know, one character we might not care about is probably ten other people's same favorite character. Yeah. You know, so, like, I get that. But, like, at the same time, you can't argue that the show is losing steam. Yeah, the show, yeah. And I think with that, really, the whole brand... And I don't even know. I don't check comic book sales numbers. You know, maybe the comic sales are dropping too. I don't. They're know. on what one seventy something now. They're way deep into eighty. Yeah. Like, I mean, they started in like twenty ten. Hellblazer like, ran for three hundred issues. I don't know how. <laughs> but then again, that's also Constantine, and Constantine true. is. There's a lot you can do with that because you know. Yeah. So, with that in mind. Um, and with also we kind of touched on it for a minute earlier. Mm-hmm. Andy Lincoln has said he's... Well, he hasn't said. It's been reported that he's looking to leave the show after this season. That season nine is going to be his last. Um, We've heard other reports. I don't think it's been fully confirmed by uh, Lauren Cohen yet. But Lauren, who plays Maggie, is supposedly leaving after this season as well. Um, They just lost Carl. 
Yeah. They've lost a good many of their... Yeah, they did. Uh, they basically lost everybody. <laughs> uh, everybody from the main cast, par... Or, uh, par. Besides Andy Lincoln and Norman Reedus, who plays Daryl. Those are the only two from the OG cast left. Um, there's a handful from the second season, I think, still left. Actually, just Maggie, right? I, th- I think it's like... I think well, it's I like... mean... Technically, Michonne came in at the end of season two, but she was really season three. I think cast that I can recall, as far as I know, there's there's Rick, Daryl, Carol. Oh, Carol, uh, yeah. Carol from the first season, that's right. Mag, Mag, kind of, not really, no, not Maggie. Um, that's it from the first that's season. That's really it, yeah. Those three. That's it, and then there's season two people. But I think just Maggie left from season two. Maggie, yeah. Just it's just about Maggie. Herschel and her whole family are gone. They're all gone. Glenn's um, gone. Yeah, Glenn's gone. Um, Abraham's gone. Yeah, Abraham's gone. He was a pretty big part. He was. Um, Tyrese and all them are gone. Yeah, you know. Yeah. They even though they were three, but you know they're all they're all gone. And Sasha even stuck around for a couple more seasons, but she's yeah, gone now. She's gone. Um, anyways, they they're losing a lot of popular characters, which is going to happen in any show. But they've also been building some new ones up, like um, uh. Eric, it's Eric or Aaron. I I don't know. I always forget the the two guys. I get their names switched up. But the uh, the main guy from the uh, Alexandria. Oh yeah yeah them. yeah 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 the recruiter. Yeah, he's still on, and he's they've been building him up. Um, Negan is potentially still a big character. You'll see at the end of the mm. the season they do a similar thing with him that they did in the comics. Mm. Um, oh, but you don't really know that either. No. Well, I kind of know what happens in the comics a little bit. I don't want to believe it, but like, because I, I just lo- I love his character so much because he's he's a great villain. But I've noticed this with some other shows because you, the problem is is the tropes of it. Walking Dead has a trope where they, we're going to introduce people and we're just going to kill them off, mm-hmm. and it makes you not care about the rest of them because you know they're just going to follow the same fate. That's why, like, around season five, season six, when they started introducing people, I'm like, they're just gonna die at some point. Like, um, Rick's semi-girlfriend. Oh, uh, the girl well, with Alexandria? Yeah. Yeah. Who, he gets her by destroying the husband. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then they, they get... That was actually kind of traumatic, you know? Or, like, I, I was shocked when they, you know, he hacks off the kid, you know, her yeah. arm and stuff like that, you know? But it's like, you know, they set these people up so that we can we try to care about them and then they kill him off. But after a while, you begin to see that and you just kind of expect it. Game of Thrones, you know, another huge show, you know, has gotten a little bit stale because they, they've they been trying to rush things and they don't they don't remember what their roots are. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's, there's tropes and stuff like that in Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones works because it takes fantasy and, you know, like good versus evil and turns it around to where, yeah, hey, the bad guys do win at some points. But there's also, and we do kill off characters, but there's also a big enough cast to where, and there's still other conflicts going on, big and small. Whereas Walking Dead, the interpersonal conflicts in Walking Dead only work when you care about the characters staying alive. Yeah. When you abandon that by knowing that they're going to be killed off at some point, it's hard to stay interested. Mm. I felt this a lot when, like, I knew, like, I had a feeling Abraham was going to die. But when you're watching season, um, season six and you're watching all the exchanges between, um, oh my god, 
Tyrese's sister. Sasha. Sa- Sasha and Abraham, you're watching that, you know, oh, I love you, you know, you think you can, we can have a kid? Like, they, they, they get into all this thing, and it's like, she's still gonna die, you know? But then, in even deeper perspective, they know that they're the walking dead. Mm. Just as we know they are. Is this them trying to just stave off the fear of, of you know, either dying or worse, becoming a walker? Or is it just them trying to actually move on and figure something out? I feel like it's more them trying to move on and exist in this fucked up world with all this dead, er, death around and all this stuff and try to have some sort of normalcy within it. You know, try to keep having some sort of humanity and bonds and relationships and... Yeah. Although, having kids, to me, is just stupid. In yeah. That world. Especially yeah. if you're not in a stable yeah. place. You know, oh. like, if you're just traveling around like a nomad, why are you having a kid? That's stupid. If you have, like, a fort, you know? If you have a like, fort, yeah. But, and, like, all their forts yeah. fall. Yeah. One of them gets destroyed by a tank. The other one just gets grenade launched. You know, in one episode, by the way. I still yeah. don't like that. And then Terminus, you know, I was like, wow, what if they had taken over Terminus? And then Carol just literally one-shots... Like, yeah, the propane uh, dump and just boom. Yeah. But it's hard. Like, I've honestly had no motivation to finish uh, season eight just because it's like, I don't feel The Walking Dead knows itself anymore. They, I, I can't create, they can't, I don't, I don't feel feelings of honestly caring for these people when I know that they're going to die. And I know that there's really only two arcs and it's the arc between the people and there's only the one mega conflict of the show. Yeah. Like, right before it was Governor, mm-hmm. then it was Camels, and then it was Walking. Like, you had, you had that identifiable villain. Mm-hmm. One thing I love about Game of Thrones, for example, there's so many different plots and stories, and it's not that they all interweave. Some are just, oh, here's some hidden ones, here's stuff that you feel, you know, we hinted about in one season, and then, like, four seasons later, we're going to tie it together somehow. But it's not what you thought, and it's not even yeah. what we thought. I think they do some of that in Walking Dead, but kind of with, uh, going along with something you mentioned earlier, it doesn't feel earned Yeah. when they do it. Like, you know, like with Game of Thrones, they make it feel earned because they take their time developing it and the payoff is something huge. Yeah. In The Walking Dead, it seems like they try to be subtle about it and build something, but then like three episodes later, there's this payoff and it's just kind of not a big deal because it's like, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't yeah. feel earned, I guess, is the best way I can say it. And we say that yeah. a lot on the show. It's like, it sucks because... There's a lot of cool characters. Yeah. They do a lot of cool things with those characters. And if they framed it just a little bit differently or took a little bit more time on it or or did it a little more subtly, yeah. it could have been really cool. But instead, it just ended up being like kind of a hollow interpretation of what it could have been. It's just kind of like, here was the comic. Here's a different perspective on the comic. Mm-hmm. Like, Sasha's death in, at the end of season six was, wasn't surprising to me at all. No. It was like... Uh, I think she had a death wish, obviously, but one character I absolutely despised uh, throughout season six, especially, was uh, Rosita. She she just she harmed more people than than like anything. You know, she she got what's her face killed. Um, Olivia. Yeah. You know, like I understand if you hate somebody, but there are, there are better ways to go about this. But it was no surprise, you know, especially when Eugene was like, no, you're not, you're not going to get the poison, you know, for Negan's wife. I was yeah. just like, well, obviously now this is going to go to some main character. Something's going to happen. And I kind of figured that she wasn't going to succeed because 
if we got Negan for one season, there'd be a lot of people, especially people like me, who would just be so upset at that because he's so much more in the comics, you know? Yeah, yeah. Rick has to become part of him in order to defeat him. It's like Batman having to become, uh, what is it? He breaks the rule in one comic and becomes like the Joker and he just can't go back. I forget which one it was. I don't know. Like the, the, I don't feel Walking Dead knows its roots anymore. We, touched, we like, talked about this at work a little bit the other day, and everybody knows it. We probably mentioned it on the podcast before, stuff like it. Imagine how different the show would have been if Duravon stayed on. Yeah. Even for just longer than one season. Even if he left a little while after that, but if he really had the time to fully set up the show, uh, imagine how different it could have been. I remember, I remember he had, he, he had ideas, like, one of them was like, we're going to do the story of that grenade that Rick uses to punch out the CDC thing. And I assumed that would have been like, you know, like an intro segment or something, and then would fade to the title screen, you know. And, like, that was going to just continue through the whole season, and then you'd have, like, the rest of the show. I was like, that's better than we can't get clear drinking water from this well because there's a walker in it. So we're going to spend the entire episode trying to get a walker out of the well when we could just use other wells and just seal this one off. Yeah. Like, Darabont knows how to make stories. He's one of the few people who can adapt Stephen King works and make them work even better than before every single time. And I think they fired him before they even, like, announced it or something like that. Like, I, I forget what I have heard before. There was, like, some behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah. Like, he didn't want to be involved anymore. I think they wanted creative control, and mm. he wanted to have it to really be able to craft a story. Yeah. And he just couldn't compromise. And he was just like, I'm done. Um, but that's what Walking Dead needs, is, like, a really, really good storyteller. Yeah. To come in and just give it a touch, a touch more... Uh, symbolism meaning you know a little touch up basically you it, know what it I mean? does it's so close to being a really good show still it, it does i mean the comic i think is still pretty good because mm -hmm. like i can turn a page and a character i loved dies like the minute i flip it because like when um i didn't know abraham died the way uh the doctor girl yeah. was supposed to you know die yeah. i didn't know that so when i i flipped because I, I read the compendiums so when I flipped it, and I was just, I was shocked. I was like, that's the great power of the comic, is that you you never know what's beyond the next flip. You never know what's beyond yeah. the next turn. Just like they don't know, you know? One minute you, you're walking and talking, the next you got an arrow sticking out of your face. And that's what's so cool about the show, even as a comic fan, is like they take what they did in the comic, which in itself was a twist and dramatic, but then they switch it up because they don't want it to be exactly the same as the comic, so even for the people that have read it, like, it's the same death, really, but it's a totally different character, different situation, you know? And then, yeah. like, and then Abraham still has to die soon, but he dies in a totally different way. Yeah. And then they gave a good reason for why, like, everybody was wondering, like, who's Negan going to kill? Yeah. Is he going to just kill Glenn, like, in the comics? Is he going to kill someone else? See, I wish they hadn't killed Glenn. That would have been a more interesting arc to me if had, had Glenn still been alive. Or even, like, if Glenn was in Daryl's situation, you know? Yeah. If Glenn had gotten captured and tried to, you know, tried to, you know, go through torture and listen to Easy Street 24-7. Yeah, right. I think that would have been a much smarter decision. Especially, you know, killing Abraham kind of had to happen. Like, I, yeah. thought, I, thought, I thought about it a lot. I was like, 
that was a nice curveball, but for them to have just killed Glenn right after that, I was like, eh. Plus, I mean, one more thing on the Abraham part. What I didn't like was, and it's typical and it's expected, but when they killed him off, yes, the whole group was upset, but really they just made it about them the drama between the two women that loved him. Yeah. And then they like, became, and then like, that became a whole like cat fight kind of thing. It, yeah. And like, I, I get it, but at least that to me was a little earned because they set up a relationship with the one. Uh, they started setting up a relationship with Sasha, even though it didn't really look, yeah, you know, true. But like you know, whatever they tried. Um, well, it's like I I always loved the way Abraham ended his relationship with Lucy because in the comics it's the same. You know, he's like. It's like, I loved you because I thought you were the last woman on Earth, and now that I know you're not, I need to move on. I was just like, wow. Yeah. I was like, that's... Harsh. That's some true heartbreak. Yeah. Heartbreaker-like moments right there. Like. Yeah. But, I mean, look where it look where it gets him at the same time. You know, like, he earns the ire. You know, he doesn't even go out to Sasha. He goes out to Holly, I think. Yeah, in the comments like, Holly. Yeah. Yeah. And he saves her, too. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, on that construction crew thing. Because people at Alexander were just dumbasses in, in so yeah. many aspects. Which is why uh, half of them got, you know, murdered, pretty much. So, you don't really know what happens in the end of the season. I, I don't. But, what do you think they're going to do from here? At, well, Negan's not the big bad anymore. Yeah. That... That part of it was resolved. Yeah, like, I, I think in the comics, from what I've heard or read or something, like, I think he gets eaten by Walker, he gets killed by Rick, like, one of the two. He's, um, he's still there, but he's, th- there's no threat from him anymore. Mm. Um, the whole Savior storyline has been kind of wrapped up. What do you think they're going to do now, and, and is there anything you could see them doing that could win people back? One, one thing I always liked... And I know a lot of people don't like this, but I like the what? Are the, what are the trash can people's names? What? Oh, the um, the wolves. The wolves. I think it's the wolves. Yeah. Or you mean the uh, the alpha? Or not alpha. Or the um. The one with um. Shoot. Or she's just like. Uh, oh, those people. I take you or something. No. Like, um. The one who wants to like just constantly have sex with Rick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The. I forget what we call them. I think we call them the Junkyard Gang on the junkyard podcast. Gang. But I get what you're talking about. Those people. Okay. Well, it's like... I believe they're still in the picture. When I heard her name... Because her name's Jadis. Now, I know to most that it doesn't matter, but... Jadis is the name of the White Witch from the Chronicles of Narnia. And if you... And when you read the comics... Or not the comics. Um, the, the books. Like, especially the Magician's Nephew... Uh, she killed, like, her entire, um, planet with the whisper of a single word, and she also betrayed, she betrays everybody, too. So, like, I felt it was, it was very poetic watching what happened with them and Rick, because I was like, she is, instead, but instead of the White Witch, you know, they made her kind of like the Black Witch, because, you know, all that she wears is that junkyard thing. Like, I, I loved that, that little thing there. That was, that was awesome. But they seem to have a, a a power to play. They just seem to be able to speak more than three words. Like, yeah. they, they know less words than the people in uh, Mad Max Fury Road, you know? Like, <laughs> I think they're going to come into power. 
I know on the comics, I think... I've only seen the covers of these, but, like, there's some people on, like, snow armor or something like that. There's one girl with um, a pink jacket and a spear, and she has glasses. The rumor is... I don't know what any of that is. It's funny you mention that, though, that the junkyard people. Mm. The rumor is that the main woman of that group, yeah. she played a, a little more of a role in the last half of the season. Mm. Um, the rumor is that she's going to become um, a main villain from the comics mm. called the Alpha, mm. who is uh, a female villain who led this group of people, I believe they're called the Whisperers, um, uh, they, they, cause the whisper war. So that hasn't happened in the no. I think where, where I'm at, where, where I'm at in the comics, I don't think it's happened. But yet. they're um, they're people that uh, their whole thing is basically they kind of use the zombie guts camouflage on, on mm. another level, and they just travel within herds of zombies. Wow. So they're always protected by this herd of zombies with them, um, and then they just split off and do whatever, and then come back to the horde of zombies and like keep moving. That's a great tactic. Um, Wow. Yeah, it's a really good tactic. Uh, oh. And di- totally different from anything we've seen before from a villain group in the show. Absolutely. Um, and they did also set up... We don't really know what it means yet, but there was a helicopter that flew by at one point. And like, who the fuck would have a helicopter at this point in the apocalypse and yeah. gas and all that stuff? Um, and there was this group of uh, three older ladies that came up I think one of them was named Georgie, and they were look- They were doing something. And we don't really know what's going on, but they're all dressed in, like, 1900s, like, fashionable clothing. What? But, like, old-fashioned fashion clothing. You know what I mean? Like, it was yeah. weird. Yeah, it's like Downton um, Abbey and stuff like uh, yeah, that. Almost yeah, almost, like, on that level. And it's So we don't really know what they're setting up yet. Um, but it's obvious they're setting up something different. Um, I, I hope they keep Negan around, but at the same point, like, if he's not really the villain anymore, like... What's he gonna do? I don't know yeah. how fun that would be. Um, I know in the comics for a while they kept him like he's there for yeah for a good while. They kept him like I think locked up with their good guy camp. Yeah, and he was still there, but he was like a working prisoner kind of deal. Yeah, I don't really know if they're gonna try to do that or if they're just I, I don't or know what, where yeah. they're going from here. But I don't know. Even if they totally change the show up, I don't know if it's even possible anymore to win anybody back. Um, yeah, especially if Andy Lincoln and Maggie are leaving, you know, because like those. I, I like you know I love Daryl but I'm not on that like Daryl fan bus that most people yeah. find themselves on like and I think he's a lot like the Hulk in the Avengers movies that yeah he's a really great side character but, but he's still a side character yeah, but is he really the guy you want to lead your series yeah like he's more of a lone wolf kind of guy he's not really the type that's gonna lead a team or you know a, a group yeah, I mean he lead a team but I don't know I don't know what they're gonna do there but like Rick has always been the leader. Yeah. Even if he's never wanted to be. And he's the face of the show. He really is, you know, like he's been the face of the show since since it started. Who's the guy who has a python that he holds at such an arc to you know, to balance for the recoil and you know, to expect it? And who else, you know, has created one of the most memeable phrases of coral <laughs> and you know Yeah. That's a wonderful thing, but he's always been the guy I've wanted to know what happens to. You know, like, I watched the show. I watched it for Rick. I wonder if, though, the ratings are dwindling. They've got this game coming out late next year, early next year. They've got another Telltale game coming out. The comics are still going. Yeah. Maybe they just end it after season nine. They might. I Maybe mean, they find a way to wrap it up. Maybe even give them a couple extra episodes to wrap it up so it's not just 16 this season. Yeah. Um, 
and find some sort of way to conclude it. Because, I mean, the, the show is obviously not going to run forever. No, no. The comics um, might, yeah, but, yeah. you know. The comics, but the comics are a lot cheaper to produce, and they have their own fan base and whatnot. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting you mentioned that, like, just end it, because Game of Thrones is ending. Yeah. You know, and this is going to be season eight. And they did, they've been through a lot in Game of Thrones. I mean, yeah. the book, they're, they're farther in the show than the books. Yeah. That's also because George R. R. Martin takes his time to write it, yeah, which I can appreciate because yeah. that means when it's written, it's done. You know, it isn't like, well, maybe I should have changed this or that. No, like a writer should take his time and his fans should respect that. But I mean, at this point, if they end this season, especially if they do something really cool with it and give Rick a good send-off and whatnot... Yeah. They could end on a high note before it gets to be just a show that's been on for 12 years and they have to wrap it up because they have very, barely any viewers anymore. Oh, you know like, I, mean? I never liked The Office after Michael left. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, this, where's the character? And I was like, that's how I feel. I was like... That's how I feel it's going to be with Walking Dead. Yeah. If Annie Lincoln leaves. Even if they have some sort of cool idea. Well, um, then, yeah, they might just be doing this on purpose so that... Fear the Walking Dead. No, they'll, I think they'll pour everything into Fear the Walking Dead. But I, could I couldn't sit through Fear of the Walking Dead. I just felt it was too. I don't know. Eh. Yeah. I was like, what is, what is this? Another group of characters I have to care about, and I know they're all gonna die. You know, like. I've heard, and I was telling you about this earlier. Um, Scott has been watching it and been catching up on the new season. He says, like a lot of our listeners have been saying, you guys have all been leading us straight. I guess. Uh, the show has gotten to be better than Walking Dead at this point. A lot of the it. annoying characters have been killed off, and I even saw, like, uh, from what I watched, um, I forget where I ended, um, they killed off a few of the characters that I really hated. Mm. Um, and so they only have a couple of the main cast from the beginning of the show left. Um, but now they brought in Morgan as a main supporting character. Um, a main character, I mean, not a supporting. So I, I don't know... I don't know how they're going to do this, uh, but maybe you're right. Maybe that's what they do. Maybe they just take whoever wants to keep doing Walking Dead and bring them back to a flashback character on Fear. You're right. But that also drags with it. Does, AM, does AMC want a parental control Fear of the Walking Dead like they have the Walking Dead? Because, as you've seen, the decisions made with parental control on the Walking Dead have not been some of the best. True. But, um... We actually had a, a big podcast after the beginning of season seven mm. when Negan killed Glenn, Glenn and Abraham in such a graphic way. In a way, we haven't really seen stuff like that on yeah, the show. Yeah, I loved that, honestly. I loved it, too, it and I thought great. it was a natural escalation of everything that's yeah. been happening in Walking Dead. Uh, that's when a lot of the fans left the show. Yeah. And it's been worse and worse with Negan because he takes things to another level. He does. And... A lot of fans thought that was too much. He would. It's funny. I always make these comparisons, especially to Game of Thrones, because it's like to me those were the two top shows. Yeah. You know, I, I guess they would compete for ratings, sure. You know, but Negan would fit in so well on Game of Thrones because he does what most of the characters in Game of Thrones do, either the heroes or the villains. He doesn't talk you through it. He doesn't bore you with it. He straight up kills the people you like. Just imagine that, though. Jeffrey Dean Morgan with a leather jacket oh and a baseball God, bat yeah. in Game of Thrones. <laughs> Which one of you is the mother of dragons going to suck my dick? <laughs> like, and that, that's like legitimately what would happen yeah. too probably. But uh, it's, it's hilarious. 
Yeah. But The Walking Dead needs stuff. I, I, I believe Negan is incredibly necessary to the show, as far as I see, because he, he makes them have to step up to another level themselves. Did you, did you think all these people were gonna live forever? You know, they, they had to kill. They had to kill, Abraham. I didn't want them to kill Glenn, mm-hmm. just because I didn't want them to just recycle what they did in the comics. That was my thing, especially if the show is supposed to be a different perspective than the comics. I was like, yeah, okay. Ooh, the third was a curveball. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. Daryl punched him. Glenn's going to die. Yeah. He's standing right next to him. My friend's mom couldn't believe it when we were watching. Because she's just like, holy shit! Holy shit! Oh my god! I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> you know, when they did that um, circle execution scene, mm. Do you know they filmed that like ten times with everybody from right? different yeah, angles? Yeah, like so that, that way no he, one could know. He got tired that. of doing it. Like yeah. he was like, "Can you get the stunt double out here?" And, like, <laughs> I think him, uh, Jeffrey and and Andrew, uh, both got the fiberglass bats and just beat up Greg um, <laughs> with it, just as like a revenge thing. But I was like, "That's fantastic," you know. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. That's so. Great. What do you think they have to do to win people back? They can return to their roots. Get somebody who can really, not just tell a story, but paint one. Make us give a damn for once. And not not just like, oh, he's a good guy because he saved a kid in a fire or something. You know, like, yeah. That's one of the reasons I think Scott is reacting so well to Fear the Walking Dead now. Is because when it first started, we were all just like, why should we care about these people? Yeah. We don't know That's... any of them. They didn't give us any real reason to care. Uh, the the one kid that was a, a, a drug addict that was recovering, they gave him a little bit of backstory that made you care a little bit, but not really. But like at least he had some enough to where somebody yeah. would care. Out there. But like we yeah. just they were all kind of annoying, and we didn't really care about any of them. Uh, but Scott says that now it's gotten to a point where like everybody that's left. And the way they weave the story, you actually give a shit about the characters and where they're going, and you you care for their plight. Um, and I think that is what Walking Dead needs again. It does. It Walking Dead like has that. gotten stagnant. Walking Dead was ballsy, you know. It was daring, and I think the last of that was the beginning of season seven. From there, I think it's just been drawn out, stagnant, recycled. And the it's group just... has been getting darker and more murderous it has so what i'm thinking now is they're going to try to use the death of carl and the end of the kind of savior all at war storyline and take it to a place where they're trying to get peace and then they'll introduce some new baddie yeah, I to kind of try to bring it back to where like they're good guys again. They're they're peacetime. And then, they're trying to recover. Yeah, and then someone new's gonna come in, and I don't know how. I, that, I, that's my that's what my gut says is gonna happen. I kind of want them to do a different arc other than like bad guy. Yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't know what that would look like, and I wish I had an answer. But it's like governor, da 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 da. Bigger version of the governor, Negan. I don't want to see a bigger version of Negan where he takes out five of the. Five cast members in one. one I don't episode. think they're gonna do that mistake again because I think they realize that's what lost them a lot of what viewers. Yeah, was uh, Negan and the way they did that and played that whole thing out. Um, 
But no, they had some success with the Negan storyline. Yeah. The people that kept with the show loved Negan. Oh, yeah. I, um, I absolutely I yeah. cosplay as Negan, you know. Yeah. I, I built my own Lucille. Yeah, he did. You too. know, I, that thing was... I love that thing. But I think with the, the helicopter and this more formal group that we've been introduced to with the old-fashioned clothing, I think they're leading towards something different. I hope it's like... It also sounds a little goofy to me. It does. Like, um, you know, let's uh, let's pause this for a second. Let's see if I can pull up just a clip of just these three ladies. Pull, pull it up. I want to see this. I want to show you what they look like. It does come off as kind of out of place. Not not like Disney, you know, but like just a little D- different. Disney doesn't know what they're doing anymore, but that's a whole other uh, Yeah, <laughs> that's a totally different podcast. Um, yeah. We'll be right back, folks. Does this spoil much? I don't think so. It looks like Carl. Well, I know those three are still alive, but it's I don't care about Edith or whatever her name was. Yeah. Carl's love interest. Yeah. My name is Georgie. And these are my friends, Hilda and Mitch. And you are... Suspicious. But, curious enough to see what I have to offer for food and music. I do hope the records are music. I don't accept spoken words. Oh my god, she's still alive? Damn it! I actually want her to die. Who? It was you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this seems very out of place, honestly. Her friends. She seems like she could turn around and be another tribal dictator. Which I think they're trying to play that up with the sense dispensable music. Yeah. I come bearing knowledge to trade. Essential knowledge for the future, primarily in my head, and uh, I prefer to keep that where it is. Wait, what, what? You're trading knowledge. That's what I have. I've made the same offer before. Fill the crates, get the knowledge. Simple as that. It's not a trick, just a fair trade. I promise you. Stacks benevolence. But never spends on the knowledge. People, what are, you, what are you gonna do? Rosita. What's in there isn't part of the deal. There is no deal. So this is how they fuck themselves over there. Communities like yours? Not many at all. And not one for a very long time. So what? what you have is special, unusual. The dead 
Hearst has been outpacing the best lately, but that won't last forever. Yeah, she's going to get killed off. If perhaps people can believe in people again, four crates of goods is worth far less than a sustainable future and perhaps an exercise in trust. I know, trust probably sounds like a made-up word now, like flibbersticky. Yeah, that's my reaction to everything that's happening right now. No way anyone survives going around doing what you say you're doing. But we do. And we will. Because I can divine that you are a fine group. Manners notwithstanding. No wonder she wants to leave. You know, there's being suspicious, but then there's just like, well, we're just, we're just gonna... These people on their van are coming with us back to Hilltop. Yeah, I forgot about that. So I don't know. Basically, they found, I forget, I think some sort of box that was like, basically, if you leave goods in this box for me, I'll trade you the knowledge. I believe on, like, how to, um, uh... Plumbing, lands, not landscaping, uh, gardening, gardening and thing. like how to grow your own vegetables and fruits and whatnot. Gotcha. Okay, so you don't really know the context, but now you saw the clip. Uh, that looks like that's part of what they're setting up for next season. It's, uh, it to me, it just seems like a bad Easter egg, but then again, I also don't know the context, but it's like... Oh, I'm going to trade knowledge. Okay, what kind of knowledge? You know, you can't just... I think from what I remember, it said they were going to basically teach them how to sustain themselves. Yeah. Um, you know, irrigation, uh, hardcore planting, and uh, um, farming, you know, things like that. Yeah, but then they're just going to lose that spot to somebody else, and somebody else is going to come through. Yeah, but then they still have the knowledge, even if they set up a new place. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either, and I don't know where that's leading. Oh, I, I, I honestly don't know my hopes up. I'm just like, all right, cool. But that was the one weird clip out that's, of the, the finale strange. that was just like, obviously they're trying to set up something, but we don't really know what yet. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, any last thoughts on um, what you hope to see from Walking Dead? Not, not even necessarily what you think might win people back, but what do you want to see? I want to see The Walking Dead again. Oh, yeah, that's right. You said that. You want to see the a storyteller come yeah, in to exactly. help them out, or at least them to come up with a really good story and play want, it out well. Exactly. Yeah. The Walking Dead isn't what it was, you know. Now that I've said it, though, I almost kind of hope that they just end on season nine. Yeah. They craft one really awesome last season and ended it like that. One final blowout. And just if they, Especially if they can't keep Andy Lincoln. Especially if this whole arc here goes awry and everybody just goes, why is this here? Yeah. You know? open their faces good yeah that's that's, that's my two cents alright well this has been a fun few episodes uh, Dakota you want to say goodbye everybody bye everybody peace and that's about it for our show this week folks as always
next week for more collectibles and a Walking Dead coffee mug exclusive for the winner.